Welcome back, everybody. I'm on with Travis Burnett, very, uh, very talented young actor, uh, somebody who has a lot of things that just came out and are about to come out, somebody who just got a YEA nomination. Please welcome to the program, Travis. Hey, yeah, so much like is happening like all at once, two, three days in advance, like crazy. Yeah, and uh, more to the point, today is your birthday. Today, on the actual day that we're taping this, is your birthday. So happy, happy yeah. birthday. Well, thank you. Yeah, good birthday presents, uh, having a day before two shows come out. Like, I what know. are the odds of that? You know, like, two shows on separate streaming platforms coming out the same day, one day before your birthday. Well, listen, it's uh, it's a wonderful birthday present, and I, I hope many more like it uh, to you. Keeping fingers crossed and knocking on wood and doing the uh, the old foo -foo -foo over the left shoulder, uh, <laughs> getting everything out of the way so it, it works for you. Uh, yeah, it's you. it's wonderful. So uh, the two things that uh, that are coming out or just came out actually yesterday on the 18th is the second season of uh, Diary of the Future President on Disney Plus and uh, Defeated, um, uh, which, uh, which streaming uh, service is Defeated on? Uh, the Defeated is on Netflix. Netflix. Listen, you have Netflix and Disney Plus. This is yeah. not a bad company to be in. <laughs> yeah, it's a very good balance. Excellent. And um, I haven't watched uh, either of those. I've, I've seen uh, some of your demo reels that I want to talk to you about, especially a particular scene from one of those. But I've seen your work, and there is a lot of range there. And I wanted to talk to you about that first because... You know, I see things like Bunked and uh, I see some of the more, you know, kid-friendly shows and it's, it's the traditional uh, type of uh, performances in a comedic uh, environment. And then I see you doing something extremely serious with, uh, with Jason Siegel uh, in uh, Dispatch from Elsewhere, which I'm going to come back to in a few minutes. But that range, um, is that something that has always kind of been uh, drilled into you of, you know, be uh, be wide, have a range, don't just focus on a particular mm -hmm. area, or is that just how you like it? Um, well, yeah, range is something that's like really hard to master because there's some people that just do comedies, there's some people that just do dramas, there's some mm. people that's good with dramas but okay with comedy, but like mm. I, it's really hard to find a balance because like if you have a dramatic audition, then you have a comedic audition like five minutes after, like you have to like, <sighs> Like you have to take a deep breath and like get into that mindset of this is more serious and down to earth. But I just learned it like because I have a good acting coach, David Kaufman, and so he's he's helped me walk through the steps of transitioning. Is there a particular? Um, do you like one of those more than the other? Do you feel Ooh. yourself more comedy uh, or drama? What's uh, what's your draw? Um, there's good things for each one, but like the dramatic, I sort of see my, see more of myself. I mean, I am very funny in real, and I mean, I am sort of funny in real life, but, um, it's nice to try something different in drama and serious, but comedy, it just like, I love watching like stand up comedians. So like, it's really fun to just make people laugh. But yeah. I mean, like if I'm going to pick between something like, like really, really happy and something that I need to cry for five hours, I'm probably gonna pick the happy one. Yeah. So, yeah. 
I'm, I'm with you. Um, I, I get to do a lot more drama than comedy. And I, I have a problem with that because I'm the prototypical goofy, you know, neighbor or the uncle on a sitcom. That's more me. That's, yeah. that's kind of my default mode. I love drama. I just don't want to do mostly drama. I want it to be balanced. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's important not to get put in like a little box, like, oh, you booked one comedy. Now you're doing only comedy. So it's good if you like book like one of each so you can see, oh, he can do this, but he can also do that. So yeah. start I know, both ways. So I know you work with a wonderful uh, um, you know, manager, Nikki. Uh, has that been a part of the strategy to make sure that, you know, we, we, we that uh, she diversifies uh, the things that you're auditioning for or booking at? Um, yeah, I think that definitely plays a role. Like, cause for some of them, like, I think it's happened one or two times where I've gotten like an audition for something that's just like totally like not me. So like we've mm -hmm. sort of like talked together, like uh, maybe not this one, but there's also this one that he's perfect for. Let's work on that one. Something like that, you know? Yeah. No, it's, it's very important. And especially again, uh, you know, we can say that your, your career is just starting, but that's not exactly true. You've done a ton of theater uh, and then you're, you're recurring on, four or five shows and uh, you've done commercials. So you already have a full-fledged uh, career and you've done a lot of things. But as you are you know, taking those next steps, I think it is important to keep it diversified and show that yeah. you can do uh, a variety of things to make sure that as you progress, you don't get pigeonholed in a particular type. Yeah, definitely. Um, I want to talk to you about the, uh, you know, the last episode of uh, Dispatch from Elsewhere with Jason Siegel, um, which threw me for a loop in, in a really, really positive way because, you know, as I'm watching your demo reels, I see comedy, I see comedy, I see lighthearted, I see kind of, uh, you know, physical com uh, comedy elements, I see kid shows, and then boom, in your face, I'm like, whoa, yeah. okay, that's, that's different. And then, you know, being uh, Jason is 40 years old, I'm 46. Um, Obviously, you know, Jason and I are very different in our, in our experiences and careers, but, you know, I grew up uh, as, a, as a kid doing acting and dreaming of acting, and that life took me in a different direction until I came back to it. So that idea of talking to a younger self, uh, talking to somebody who is you at 14, 15, whatever they intended uh, that uh, to be, I am almost uh crying just thinking about you know oh, yeah. talking to myself what was that scene like because um from from jason's and, and your perspective uh was it very very emotional because i get emotional just thinking about it yeah well it's sort of like you know how we were like talking earlier like being typecast yeah. put in a box that's sort of what happened with him as a kid you know because he was like just doing like happy songs but he wanted to do a sad song so yeah. like and he never had the courage to stand up for himself and like at that moment it's when the two different life experiences the one where he's thinking about quitting which is like me where he like really wants to do this thing and him where he's just like given up and those two parts clash it mm. like cr it made fireworks and it was really really cool to watch and when i i feel like because like none of the other scenes had like that explosive energy of like mm. me yelling at him that like when I when we finished the first take, like everybody on set was like, "Wow!" and it was really really funny. 
Yeah, uh, and I, I, I'm, I want to go back to a, little, to a little bit of how you got the role in a minute, but uh, just that idea, and you know, obviously you knew who Jason Siegel was beforehand. Yes. I'm sure you've watched him uh, in a variety of things, but um, having and again, acting is all about uh, you know all about power. Who controls the power in a particular scene? In that scene, there is no doubt of who controls the power, who takes the power, and that's you. Um, being your age and acting uh, across from Jason, was it difficult to take that power, or were you able to snap into it and just do it? Um, I sort of found myself like being able to just do it because like. I, de I never felt like he thought that he was better than everybody else. Like, oh, just do your part. I'm going to nail mine, but you can just try and do yours. No, I felt like I was sort of at an equal playing field with him. Like, it was really, really nice. That's cool. He's, again, I, I don't know much about Jason other than what I've read and what I've seen, but he seems like a really good guy. So I'm hoping that that was your experience. Yeah, um, how did that uh, role come about? Because I imagine the... Uh, you know, when Jason is casting, in essence, himself uh, yeah. or a part of himself, that probably was not a self-tape and uh, book off, off of that. I think it <laughs> no. was probably the process to it. So what was that process like? Well, I just, I got the audition. It was mm -hmm. like, I think I remember something about, like, the description of it, like, being very vague. Like, it wasn't, it definitely wasn't all explained in the audition specs. But mm -hmm. then I sent in the first tape. I went straight, I, I got a call back. And then I was like, wow, that's super cool. And then I didn't hear for like, a, maybe a week, I think. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, okay, that's one's gone. But one day when we were at the DMV getting, I think it was like a license plate, something like that, something, anything you do at the DMV. Mm -hmm. And we get a call from uh, Nikki and DDO um, saying, he booked dispatches from elsewhere. And us having a lot more auditions were like, what, which, which one's that? And it was kind of embarrassing, like, which one did I book? Yeah. But then they explained it's the one where you're playing opposite Jason Siegel, his younger version. And we both like burst out screaming like, ah! and that was in the DMV. So security had to come get us and say, you can't be screaming in here. This is like, like, uh, government property or something so we had to be escorted out and then we screamed so wow. it was a very funny story that's amazing so is there is there a particular um i, I preface this by saying that i have my happy dance anytime i book something me and both of my kids we get around in a circle and we jump around and scream and that's that's kind of our happy book the dance uh, do you have anything you know of the sort that when you're booking, when you're not you know at a DMV, is there a particular process that you go through? <laughs> well, not well, not so much for me. My grandma definitely has something mm -hmm. like that. Well, I I brought this up like somewhere other day, but we almost always, besides at the DMV, we find out I booked something in the car, so it would be kind of hard to like move around yeah. and dance in the car. But my grandma. Like always just goes like just like screams really loud. I'm obviously not gonna do that because it would get very loud. But yeah. I'm just sort of in shock at first. Like I'm just like I my brain immediately goes to like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna actually get to be on set. I'm gonna interact with every single person. I'm actually gonna do the scene that I auditioned for. Mm -hmm. And that's crazy to me. But I don't really have anything that's just like 
I mean, obviously, I get really excited, but yeah. yeah. No, but uh, and you mentioned something that uh, again, the actors know, uh, but it's a, it's a really cool tidbit for for those that are not in the industry. Uh, when you got the booking, you had to ask them which one was it, because there are lots of auditions, and usually yeah. you hear nothing. It's yeah. not the rejection; you just hear nothing. Nothing. Uh, you kind of you train yourself, and I, I don't know if you're that way, but I train myself and all of the instructors that I've uh, worked with before. They always drill this into your head of you do the audition and you forget about it, uh, forget about it, move on, put it aside, uh, and then it's kind of a surprise. Like, okay, which which one? What was that? Which one yeah. did I do? So yeah. Yeah, I was like. Um, that I I have heard that advice, but it's so it's it's really hard for me to do that because yeah. I especially when I get like a callback, go to producer session stuff like that, I get like emotionally connected to the role. I'm like, oh, I really like this. I could see myself doing it, yeah. and I I I feel like I could get better at sort of like, okay, cool. There's gonna be other auditions. Just mellow out. If it happens, it happens. So just relax. Mm -hmm. Hey, yeah. be you. What whatever works for you uh, is 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 working for you. For me, is kind of putting it all aside, and then uh, it, it becomes hard because other people know that you know I auditioned for this part or this part, and then I'm driving back, and you know I call my parents, and they're like, "Well, how did they go?" And there's a part of me that says, "I don't want to think about it. I'm I'm trying to let that go and move on, and then I have to re, you know regurgitate everything yeah. that." Happened. So I stopped calling people. I stopped kind of telling people about <laughs> auditions. It's like, yeah, I'm going to auditions. If I book anything, I'll let you. Yeah. And it's like, say, like, somebody asks, how did it go? You might, like, if you tell them, you might start to think, you might second guess yourself, like, oh, I could have yeah. done it this way. If you, like, if you think about it too much, you're going to start thinking, did I do good? Did I do bad? Just let it go. Yeah. And have you had uh, have you had any particular auditions like you know self tape uh, right now is uh, is you know most of what I do uh, I don't know if it's the same uh, for you but um, you do something and you connect so well and you feel like it's yours there's no way that they can yeah. see somebody who is better than you and then you hear nothing and you don't get a call back you're yeah. like I how how is this yeah. possible yeah I mean. There's definitely, I don't know if I can say the projects by name, but there's like, right. there's a, there's definitely a couple projects that come to mind that I'm just like, darn. And like one of them, I'm actually, I think I'm still in the running for. So that's kind of exciting. Fingers crossed, <laughs> knock on wood. But like, I'm, I, was, I, I sort of rack my brain when I know like, okay, I didn't get it. But like, I sort of like, I start to think, okay, what could I have done better? Like, what did I do and what didn't I do? And like, I just need to not worry about that. Like they, it could have been like, it could have been the color of the hair or something like color of the eyes at that point. It's, it's anything and everything. And uh, we'll never know what it really was uh, for the most part. So just, yeah, <laughs> move on. Yeah. Um, did you have fun doing it? Yes. Good. That's enough. That's enough reward. Um, okay. Let's, let's talk a little bit about uh, your nomination. So the YA nomination. Uh, what did you get that for? Was that for the uh, for Jason's uh, role? Yeah, that was for Dispatches from Elsewhere. And I don't think it specifies if it's like for an ep a specific episode, mm -hmm. but I'm pretty sure it's episode ten. But it might be just overall. Yeah. Congratulations. And yeah. Uh, when, 
So is it nomination as in you have a chance to win something and then you're nominated or it's just the nomination and that's kind of the win in itself? Um, yeah, you have a, if you're nominated and you have a chance to win everything. So I've been nominated for um, a YEA before and I won that YEA. So nominated once, won once. So hoping to keep the track record 100% clean. <laughs> I think we'll just continue the interview with our fingers crossed. Yeah, just permanently keep them. <laughs> That that works for me. Uh, very cool. When uh, when will you find out if you want on this one? I really don't know because like I don't know if they're going to be doing it in person because last time when I got the award it it was in person. I don't know if they're going to be like a a Zoom call and the winner is like so we might just get a letter in the mail like hey you won. <laughs> but okay, okay. a win is a win. It doesn't matter how you get it, right? Yeah, just to be okay. nominated is really cool. Yeah, as I said that, I don't believe in that statement at all. But in this particular case, I do. <laughs> yeah, um, very cool. And actually, uh, last uh, last thing I wanted to mention about uh, that project is because of your deep theater experience, um, you got a chance to do, uh, you know, make him laugh, which yeah. is one of my favorite numbers uh, all time from Singing in the Rain. Mm -hmm. um, and you had a chance to do stuff. So did they... Um, you know, kind of dig into your specific theater environment uh, during the casting process, or? Um, I don't think they asked me to do a singing sample, but, mm -hmm. oh wait, no, they did, they did actually, yeah, they did, mm -hmm. they did ask me to sing a little bit of of the actual song, the, uh, uh, oh my gosh, why can't I think of the name, but they did ask me to think of, sing it. Make them laugh. Make them laugh, that's right. They did ask me to sing a little bit of that, so the musical theater definitely helped. But yeah. in regards to that, I'm going to go off on a tangent right here. Go but um, there was, you know, the scene where I was like, like, because I was singing the song, but it was bad. Like, I was just like, really like not doing well. Mm -hmm. I had to go to three rehearsals, dancing rehearsals for like three hours straight. And like, they taught me all choreography. They made me get it down perfectly. And like, it, I, I, I'm not, I'm not a dancer, as they would call it. But she, like, um, the amazing dance choreographer, like, was Catherine Burns. And she, like, made me, like, feel like I'm going to do great, but I did not know the dance. So I arrived on set so stressed out, like, okay, I don't know the dance. Am I supposed to do this dance? Because I don't know how to do it. But then they said, oh, no, that was just a trick. We were messing with you because we wanted you in real life to feel as confused and, like, yeah, confused as you would be on set doing that number. So I was like, oh, okay. So I was meant to just do a really sloppy performance. I thought I was going to have to do it like real. Yeah. And that was like, like, I mean, it got a good performance out, but come on. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's, that's good to know. Um, what was that Jason's idea as well? I don't know whose idea it was. I don't know if it was Catherine's, Jason's, like, they all sort of piled on in the idea, I bet. <laughs> My goodness. Um, okay, well, there's acting world for you. You never know yeah. what you're going to get on set. <laughs> and did anybody ever tell you, as, as you were talking, and again, kind of brought up the dancing uh, part, you made me think of uh, Tom Holland. Anybody tell you that uh, you look like a Tom Holland? Oh, no, nobody ever told me that. Do I really? I, you do. Uh, you do to oh. me. So. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Um, very cool. So uh, 
Defeated. I wanted to ask you about uh, Defeated that just uh, came out, as, as we've mentioned a few times. Uh, tell me more about that role and that uh, show in general. Um, well, it's um, it's um, post-World War II Berlin, and mm -hmm. like this uh, cop who is my uncle goes to get my dad, his brother, because like he's like doing some not nice things, because <laughs> um, that's all I'm going to say, really. But sure. And there's a couple like heartwarming scenes between me and my uncle on the phone between each other. Like I'm asking, did you find my dad? Cause I don't know. I just think he's been lost in the war. I don't know anything he's doing. Mm. So it's really like sad to think about like, Oh, he doesn't know. Mm. So, and there's a couple scenes. We're pretty sure that I might be um, in person, but we haven't watched the whole series. We've only seen episode one through three. But it is very gory. But I'm not in any of that, so that's good. Very cool. And uh, you get a chance to uh, to go to Prague and shoot them. Yeah, we got to go to the Czech Republic, and it was really, really cool. We got to see like we stayed in a hotel like a couple blocks away from Old Town Square, which mm. is like we got like it's this in the center of it is like this like statue that celebrates a holiday, Jan Hus Day, I think. I don't know. And there's um, a really good restaurant that we always went to. And we got to go back twice because um, I don't really know, know why we went back, but we went back and we, we definitely went back to that restaurant. And it was so cool to see all the towers. And we shot at this really old castle, like this castle um, is like up a hill and it sat on top of the hill. So it was really cool to arrive and seeing all the architecture. Very cool. And who got to go with you again? You know, be, being your age, you can be on set uh, yeah. on your own. So who, who went with you? Uh, my grandma went with me. That's it. Yeah. My grandpa, he had work, so he couldn't come. But we sent him a lot of pictures. So he felt like he was there. That's awesome. And uh, you know, speaking of your grandma, in, in doing some research, uh, your grandma kind of is responsible for you uh, being in this in this position because uh, she's definitely. been here. So uh, tell yeah. us more about that. She is definitely the reason that I am currently in acting because it started off like she was a nine o'clock player doing theater for kids. Mm -hmm. And her director told her he should be up there. So obviously that's never crossed her mind because why would it, you know? So we put me in like a suit and tie, a tuxedo and a top hat. And I announced the show. I mm. said the name of the show, the pianist, the uh, director. And she told me that the first thing I said when I finished was that was really fun. Can I do it again? And that was when I was three. I was three years old when that happened. So, and since it was in the theater, I think that sort of explains why I did theater first. You know, like I grew up in the theater theater was my roots to TV and film, so. No, it's, it's in great roots. Theater is, yeah. uh, is wonderful, and uh, I'm so happy that uh, at least it was slated to come back. I think it's, it's, it's coming back. Well, uh, yeah, we'll that's what I heard. Yeah. Very cool. Um, so have you done uh, more theater since kind of you got back in, or not got back, you got into uh, uh, TV and film? Um. Not really. The most recent theater thing I did was Oliver, and I played Oliver at MTW. 
but I am going to be getting a little bit into theater um, coming up. Um, I don't know the exact date. I might have written it down somewhere. Uh, the 30th or something. The 30th of September. No, October. August. Oh, no, August. It was August 30th. I don't know why I'm thinking later months, but it's August 30th, and I'm doing a show called King of Pangea, and it's, the music is beautiful, and it's mm. just, it's sort of more simple than, like, a full-on scale production. It's more like we all sit in a circle, hold our scripts, and play the really cool music. That's, That's very the cool. closest, because the thing with theater is that it takes up, like, rehearsals, like, like, 10 hours, like, not 10 hours, but it's crazy amount of time a day. Yeah. yeah, sometimes. But like the thing is if you want to do both, theater is really hard to do like mm -hmm. with TV and film. And you know, you're you're still going to school, I imagine, right? Are you homeschooled? Are you going to regular school? What's uh what is that like? Um, well, I'm in independent school. I think that's sort of the same thing as homeschool, except I do go see my teacher. Well, I did until COVID hit, and now it's online, once a week, and she gives me a week worth of homework, and then I have that one week to complete it. I can do whatever I want as long as I get it done by the day I meet with her. So it's a really good structure for me. Like, I can just do one subject a day if I want to. Just all has to be done in the week. Nice. And listen, you know, for being an actor, it's certainly great to have that flexibility. So. Yeah, definitely. Very cool. Uh, and then uh, coming back uh, kind of all the way around to the uh, Disney Plus uh, show, The Diary of a Future President, uh, where you play Claude, by the way, uh, for anybody yeah. who uh, hasn't seen it and is not familiar with you. Uh, tell us more about that and what's, uh, what's kind of slated for season two that you're allowed to mention. Mm -hmm. Well, um, Claude is this like nerdy, uh, allergic to almost everything kind of kid. Yeah. And in season two, you can, he's causing accidental problems. Like he doesn't mean to cause problems, but for a couple episodes, he's sort of like a main conflict. Mm -hmm. So that the main character who's played by Tess, Elena, um, that she has to sort of move her way around. And that's all I'm going to say, but watch Good. it, Disney Plus. Yeah. No, that, that's that's wonderful. Anything else that's uh, kind of slated uh, uh, to come out that we're allowed to uh, mention? Um, anything else slated to come out? Um, just auditioning. A couple things are, like I said, pending. Yeah. And there's, I'm doing a little new music. That's sort of like another, not really a musical. It's just I'm singing a song at like, uh, what's the name of it? Like a, Catalina nightclub or something that one's mm. still like being worked on the song and stuff but that one is still slated to happen yeah I think very, that one's September 15th very cool yeah. and now that you're you know much older and wiser at uh, at 15 now do you see yourself continuing in this path and uh trying to you know make this uh, your life's uh, journey in acting yeah like definitely um acting is definitely my passion and I'm told that like you're so lucky because like a lot of you already know what you want to do. Some people are like 50 years old and they're like, I don't know what I want to do. And I'm, I, I definitely recognize how lucky I am that I know I want to do this. But if for some odd reason I lost the ability to act, I wake up one morning and I cannot act. 
I would still stay in like the film world. I would like try and become a director, a writer, something like that. Because writing allows you to be creative and I love writing, whether it be like an essay, a story, a poem, but yeah. Wonderful. I uh, keep uh, keep at it again. You know, yeah. <laughs> fingers crossed. Permanently. Fingers crossed. <laughs> uh, permanently. And um, I again, being being that it's your birthday, being that so many exciting things are happening for you, really sincerely wish you to continue uh, exploring it and continue doing it and enjoying and finding yourself in it because it is rare. It is wonderful. Um, it's it's something that very few people get a chance to do at a certain scale and for a duration that uh, that they want so please yeah. keep doing it as 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 much as you can yeah <laughs> i'll definitely keep going as long as i can <laughs> perfect well thank you so much for joining us and uh best of luck uh, with your nomination and uh, more nominations to come thank yeah. you Trip. well thank you for having me this was great it's my pleasure. And thanks to everybody for tuning in into another episode of Let's Dive In. Now that you met Travis, please go to Netflix, please go to Disney Plus, continue watching, and then uh, vote for him if you're if you're uh, in the you know any any capacity in the YEA so he can uh, get that uh, win as well. Thank you, everybody.